guys, this is Amanda here with Pat. I'm taking Lord Reigns tonight, so buckle up for a bumpy ride. <laughs> tonight we are talking about technology impacting our generation. Pros and cons, the good and the bad. I'll let our fun ladies of Pat to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sharon. It's Destiny from All the Other Week, guys. Hey. Hi, ladies. Um, Amanda, this is going to be interesting. Thanks for taking the lead. This is Michelle, the old lady of the group that's out of the Gen Z or population. Um, so hopefully I'll be the more quiet ones um, as we explore this. So go ahead, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So my first question is... What do you guys think are the pros and cons of pretty much growing up with technology? Because, at least to me, and I'm, I'm 23, um, I can pretty much always remember computers, TVs, phones, everything. What about you guys? Um, I'm going to jump in <laughs> to clarify for our audience. So, Amanda, you said that you you're 23. So, do you identify as, like, millennial Gen Y, or are you Gen Z? Because you're kind of right on the cusp. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say that. I kind of, I feel like I'm a cusper. Like, not quite <laughs> millennial, not quite Gen Z, if that makes me sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same with me here. <laughs> okay, and how old are you, Sharon? I just turned 25. Okay. Okay. So you're a cusper too. Um, so how old were you guys when you got your phones or whatever devices? I think I was like 12 or 13 when I got my first phone and it was by no means a smartphone or, or an iPhone. It was literally this little crappy flip phone from, from T-Mobile, but it was pink and it was cool and it put stickers on it. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you was that the normal, like, like you got it when you were 12, so that would be middle school. Was that the type of phone that everybody had? Like, so you were happy with it or no? I was really happy with it, but if you were, like, popular and had more money, you had, like, a Blackberry. Oh, fancy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sharon, what was your experience? Mine was also a flip phone. You couldn't really do much on it. Like, the screen was really small, I remember that. And then, just, you can pretty much look up stuff, but, like, watching videos is hard. Mm, that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, Destiny, what are you? You're Gen Z, or huh? Yeah, so I'm turning 21 this year. Okay. I'm still 20. Yeah, you're a baby, um, a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think I got my first phone in elementary school. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but my mom told me that it was strictly only to call her because um, sometimes like she'd be running late picking me up after school. And then she would just say, like, that's how I could call her. Because I would always go to the office and be like, can you call my mom? She's not here yet. Yeah. <laughs> so she just got me a phone so I can call her. Um, and then, yeah, like Amanda said, like, eventually in middle school is when you got, like, the fancier, like, phones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I know. Well, so I guess, so Amanda and Sharon 
your first phone would have been like similar to my first phone. I was just a lot older <laughs> because you guys, like it would have been in the early 90s, right? That you guys were 11 and 12. Um, is that right, Sharon? Uh, yeah, I feel like I got mine late compared to my friends. Mm -hmm. I got mine more closer to high school. So it's like the ending of middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this was, I got one, mine was like, it was like a car phone, you know, like legit, like just used because I was going to college. So it was, um, you know, to be safe, like on the road. But it was, I loved it. It was like this big, like yellow, like Nokia kind of thing. But it was like, you couldn't, it was just so expensive to, you know, it was not convenient. Like you paid for minutes, you paid for tech. I don't, I don't even know if you could text actually. Maybe you couldn't. Um, but uh, to reminisce, to reminisce. Um, okay, so we established when you ladies all got your phones. Um, and then I think, Amanda, you started asking what, how did we feel about it? Like the pros and cons of always having a phone at your fingertips? Was that your mm -hmm. question? Yeah, like what are the pros and the cons? Like what did you like about it? What did you not like? Like, I think, personally, for me, my parents and my grandparents, especially as I got older, when I was, like, in high school age, when I had, like, a... See, when I went to, like, high school, by the time I was in, like, senior year, I had, like, a smartphone. It was a little Android, but it was a smartphone, and you could look stuff up, and my grandparents and my parents, like, if I asked them a question, they're like, I don't know how to look it up on your phone, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> or they would throw that up in my face, you know, when I was your age, we couldn't look everything up on the internet, and I'm like, okay. Oh, and, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was kind of annoying, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so they were like hating on you or like mad at you because you had this device or like what do you think? They were kind of like low key shade me because <laughs> they were like, oh, well, when I was your age, I didn't have that. And I'm like, well, I'm not, this is not the 70s. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but and I like, I think it's interesting too because you guys never were really taught how to use it. Like you, yeah, you got these phones and like what you're saying about your grandparents, Amanda, like, mm -hmm. like kind of assuming like, oh, well, um, we didn't have that, you know? And it's like, yeah, you guys had this, but it was kind of like fend for yourself, you know? Like yeah. there was no, um, it just happened too quickly. And like your parents didn't really know what to, like, it was like, oh, call, but you guys found all these other things to be doing with it, I guess. And then yeah. the schools didn't know what to do with it. Um, so that's kind of interesting too. How do you guys feel about that? Like, so you agree then, Amanda, that like you weren't really taught and like, was that exciting or scary or what do you think? I don't know, we were just kind of like thrown into it and we just kind of had to figure out as we went along and it was kind of scary, but it was also kind of cool in a weird way too. So. I thought it was what you... fun because we got to like just play around with it until we learn how to use it. What did you do on your phone, Sharon? Um, played lots of games. <laughs> like what? What are the games? Uh, I cannot remember the games. Maybe like God of War or something like that on there. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember, do you remember like, 
and Angry Birds and like the Fruit Ninjas. <laughs> I had that. I played that in high school. I thought Angry Birds was still a thing. No? It is, is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I know I it was like really popular back in like 2012, 2013, and I had that on my phone and I would get in trouble in class because I'd sit there and play it in class. Yeah. Yeah, teachers didn't know what to do with it because it was like your private property. So, like, can you take it? Like, what were the rules? And then you guys had all this, like, secret secret world happening but I guess like the like um bullying and I feel like for females I mean I always had worked with kids and that seemed to be like a big thing of like not escaping um like when I was a kid you know in my day I could go home and like have the safety of my room and not have this device exploding with like mean things or messages or whatever um what was your experience with that? Did you have like a lot of cyberbullying happening? Um, and you know, or what was that experience for anybody if you had one? Well, I didn't experience any like firsthand bullying with um, like social media and technology and everything, but I know like in high school, that's where most of it was kind of exposed. Um, just because then it was like everybody started using you know like Snapchat and Instagram and those were like the main um, apps that were being used and then I remember like guys mainly would expose like girls nudes and they would make like pages for that Mm. and it was more things like that I never really saw like bullying in terms of like Oh, you're fat or you're ugly or like the cliche bullying. Oh, it was just like disrespectful. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I don't know what's worse. What do you think would be worse? Like To me, like the nudes, because it's like, you know, when you went to school the next day, people were talking about you in the hallways or like, you know, things like that. Yeah. And the girls faces would be on the pictures. I don't know because I personally didn't see them, but I knew from like my friends who saw them. They're like, wow, like, um, I think they would even put their like ads, you know, when you can ask somebody like on Instagram. Yeah. I always like wondered why, why girls did that. Like you have technology, you have this device, you could Google anything. I could Google any sexy woman and say that it was me and send it so like I was always fascinated that girls would actually send their real pictures <laughs> yeah, me too. like it's like why wouldn't you get more like somebody's like oh show me your boobs like I'm gonna google boobs and send p- pictures that aren't mine yeah. <laughs> you know like I don't I don't know so I was always like really fascinated by that and especially when it happened over and over and over again that it was being exposed like when do you why do you think people didn't learn lessons or change the behavior? One thing that always just bothered me, and I don't know, I know this is harassment, I don't know if it's necessarily bullying, is when you would get like these random Snapchats, like these random dick pics. Mm. Oh my god, I hated that. Yeah. But the girls, what, did you do anything with them? Oh, the, the dead pics I got? Yeah. I, I just deleted them. I, like, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's what I think is interesting, too, how guys and girls handled it. Like, it was like, 
girls would get it and be like almost like embarrassed and like delete it right away where dudes were like oh look at this and send it to their friends um which I find interesting because then that could go back to like our gen like our gender norm conversations that we had before but we'll stick to technology sorry um okay so yeah so you guys Sharon do you have anything to add with um bullying experience and if that looked like anything for you or similar to their experiences I never personally experienced any bullying but I was kind of late to social media I think I turned I was in 2006 when I first did Facebook I didn't do any MySpace but I knew that was popular and that was when, um, like, the cyberbullying were happening. But I stayed off of those sites. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I was, like, when I made my Facebook, I was, like, 14. And I had to, like, beg my mom because my mom was, like, oh, I saw what happened with, like, MySpace. And people on the internet are out to get you. And you're you kidnapped. Blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, just let me do it. Just let me do it. And I literally went behind her back and did it. And she was so pissed. But, like, now it's fine. Yeah. Because now MySpace was a pretty dark place for kids. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Facebook was a lot better because MySpace was, like, real shady. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, MySpace was more... Like, that was one of my first things. Like, I was at the age where you were supposed to be on it right after college-ish. Um... You know, and I guess it was a precursor to like Facebook, but um, um, but Amanda, I think what you're saying too again is interesting that like, you know, your mom is like has all this fear around it, and um, which like most adults did at the time, but again, it's like, no, there was no education happening. <laughs> you know, it was like fear, 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 fear. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's like, well, you have these devices, and it's gonna happen. Like, let's teach you something. Yeah. And I also don't think it helped that you would have these shows like Law and Order and CSI <laughs> and then have certain episodes where it was like a 12-year-old girl was talking to who she thought was another 12-year-old girl, but it was actually yeah. like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing. Like, some of that stuff did happen, but I don't yeah, but like, know if that was the norm. But yes, parents led you to believe that was the norm and then and like the irony is that like you know stay like for me um well I guess you guys probably experienced we just like I was at a different age when this was happening but it was like the chat room stuff and like stay away from there and it's like don't talk to strangers on the internet and blah 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 and like which is crazy now yeah because now people do talk to strangers on the internet yeah but I also think at the same time you do still need to kind of be careful like don't give a whole lot of info out don't give your address out don't give your social out or social security number or anything like that mm-hmm. and then you're fine you're good to go like but I, don't know, I think they just kind of blew it out of proportion a little bit like I'm not saying that kind of stuff didn't happen because I, I know it probably did and I know that that's like a thing but also I don't know, I think people are like way too paranoid because I think as long as you're careful, it's fine, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys ever monitored by your parents because of that fear? I mostly snuck online at school because honestly, 
we were like way late to the Wi-Fi game at my house and I wasn't I was probably like 17 by the time I actually got Wi-Fi at my house so I normally if I went on Facebook or anything like that it was at school I thought schools always like block that stuff your school didn't block it Mm-hmm. No. If if they catch you, like oh. we had yeah, computer yeah. labs you where the teachers, yeah. you just have to not get caught. You have to like do it <laughs> on the download. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing I did is we had uh, a public library, and I just go to the library half the mm. time because that's just what I did. I just dropped to the library, and I was like fifteen. Yeah, I think I was like fifteen when I made a Twitter. And like I said, I would just either do it at school or at the library because we didn't have Wi-Fi because, I don't know, it was just, it was terrible and my dad was too cheap to pay for it, but yeah. And I remember the first internet we had, it was just so slow, I tried to download a song onto my mp3 player and it took like almost two hours, so, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt like... I wasn't really monitored, like I can go on websites and whatever, but my mom would just like friend me and then just look at my walls to see what was going on mm. and to look at my friend list to see who's interacting with me. Did you have- Did you guys- Oh sorry, there's like this joke on Facebook, you know, when you have your relationship status and you used to put your friends as like your mom or your cousin or whatever. I did that with a friend and I said like married to this person and my mom was just like what is this and that's what I was gonna ask you that if your mom like was kind of monitoring but then actually had conversations about what was happening did she like talk to you openly Sharon about what was going on or she would ask but I wouldn't really go into detail I'd just be like oh it's a joke and then leave it at that oh okay yeah my mom would do this thing. I love her to death, but like when we finally had internet, I would be logged on Facebook and I'd go to like get something out of the other room that would be logged into my account. And I remember I was so irritated one day because it was my birthday and I had logged into Facebook and I went to go to the bathroom or something and I came back and I think she thought it was someone else or whatever, but she went on my profile. And wrote, happy birthday, Amanda, and it looked like I'd said happy birthday to myself <laughs> on my own wall, and it was just so weird. And I was like, no, that's not how it works, Mom. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny times. Um, Destiny, did you get monitor, or did you have, like, free reigns? I never got monitored. Like, some of my friends would be like, oh, my mom took my phone and she went through my text messages and my DMs, and I'm like, girl, what? But, yeah, like, that never happened to me. And then I never got, like, talks about, like, oh, don't have an Instagram or don't have a Facebook because of this, blah, blah, blah. I think that happened more when I got older, and then it was kind of like... It was mainly when I would go out, but it wasn't brought up like, like, um, how do I say this? Like the internet wasn't a major like fear for my mom. It was mainly like when I'm going out in person, be careful of your surroundings. But I never got like the internet talk. I think she kind of just assumed I would know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was different from my mom. Like 
she wanted to have the conversation, she started it, and then it was uncomfortable, or I wasn't really giving much information, so she let it go. Uh, like, what was she trying to talk to you about? Like, the dangers, you know, oh. don't talk to this person if you don't know them. Mm. Yeah, like, and I then, think yeah. it, it's, like, hard to, because um, nobody knew what was going on. You know, like, your parents are getting acclimated. Like, it's not like, like, TVs, and they had TVs for years, and they know how TVs work, and then, like, oh, here's my kid, I can teach you how the TV works. Like, we got these devices all at the same time, and because you guys were younger, you were more adaptable to them. But, like, parents were, like, trying to navigate this and figure it out, and, like, didn't have any tools to know what to do with it. And then I guess they would kind of follow the lead of schools and schools were just a scare you know like like to me my approach is always put it in front of the kids and let them ask questions you know because you're going to take away the curiosity and all these kind of things but when you're in high school and you get blocked from facebook and that's your way of communicating with people of course you're going to try to sneak and do it and it just draws more attention and more excitement to it um but there is just like so much nobody knows what how to use it, what it is, is it safe, is it not safe, how do you justify, don't talk to strangers, but I'm never going to meet, you know, like, there was just so much, like, like, logically to wrap your head around that, you know, parents and teachers, you know, wanted the best interests, um, and wanted everybody to be safe, but didn't know how to convey that, because they didn't even have experiences either, <laughs> except for, like, what they're seeing on CSI, like Amanda was saying, um, so yeah, so it is, it was tricky, very tricky what do you guys think like knowing what you know now having phones for whatever at least 10 years um what are you like happy like what what has it provided for you in like positive ways and then what are some things that maybe you wanted to experience that you didn't because of the phone situation does that make sense like, was there a disadvantage of the phone? Well, with me, like, the neat thing is... God, I hate this, but my grandparents were right. The fact that I can actually go and, like, look up anything I want or pull up any song I want or just... It's just, like, all this information and all this stuff in this tiny little thing. But also, I feel like sometimes... I have to remind myself, okay, like, it's okay, put your phone down, and actually, like, be present and be in the moment, because I think I forget about that sometimes, and it's like, you know what, I think I need to just, like, experience this and put my phone down, and oddly enough, one of the first moments I realized that is I was at a concert, and this was, like, almost five years ago, it does not feel like yet, but I was at a concert, and I was just, like, trying to videotape the whole thing, just, like, mm. filming it, and I was like, okay, but I also need to, like, make memories, and I need to put my phone down for a second. <laughs> and once I did, it was just, like, really cool, because I started, like, singing along, and I don't know. I think sometimes we just need to, like, be more present and be more in the moment and not just be looking at a screen the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. In that way, like, I like experiencing the concert better. Like, I would take a mm -hmm. few pictures and record a short video but put it away but it gets annoying when you're at a concert and everyone's phone is out it's just like distracting i'm trying to yeah yeah 
Yeah. Destiny, anything to add? Um, I was just going to say that I agree 100% with Amanda on the part that, like, sometimes I just forget about, like, what's going on around me. And I'll just be, like, straight up on my phone for hours. And then, um, like, now with TikTok, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch a few TikToks. And I'm on TikTok for, like, two hours. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> TikTok so, is addictive. Yeah. And you do get those little ads that let you know you've been on there for quite a while. Just take a break to get snacks or go to sleep. It'll still be there tomorrow. Oh, really? <laughs> and you feel good. <laughs> There's oh, ads doing that once you've been on there for a while. Oh, that's oh, nice. I got one, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I mean, I learned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sharon's Netflix been on quite a lot then. then. <laughs> yeah. I can sit on Netflix for hours and hours and hours. Like, I'll get into a show and it's like, oh, is it 3.30 in the morning? Okay. <laughs> um, do you guys think, so Amanda, well, I don't know if Sharon and Destiny said something similar, but Amanda, you were saying about like, you know, your grandparents being right that you could like Google everything. Do you, and everybody, do you feel that it, um, like, affected the way you learned? Like, do you feel like, like, you don't remember things because it's like, oh, I can Google it, or, like, really knowing how to determine what facts are, you know, of, like, like, I always compare it to, um, like, writing a research paper. Like, I had to learn to, like, go to the library and cite resources and all these kind of things, and sometimes, I don't know if... You, if you guys were taught effectively how to do that in the spirit of uh-huh. phone use, <laughs> you know? And so, like, I'm always curious, yeah. like, yeah, like, it's just like, oh, I can Google it. Or, like, do you find that you would get faulty information because you didn't have the tools to know what was, like, fact and what was opinion or whatever? Yeah, that's the thing is, like, it almost makes me feel guilty sometimes. It's like I don't have to do as much work as they did. But like like you were saying, on the flip side, just because something's on the internet doesn't make it truthful. And I think nine times out of ten, sometimes you just can't trust the internet. And if it just sounds off, I'll just go and, like, look it up in a book and just make sure, like, okay... And nine times out of ten with the internet, just on, like, Wikipedia, or if I read stuff on the internet, 90% of the time, it's, like, from some kind of, like, scientific article, or, like, the science magazine, or something like that. It's not some kind of weird tabloid thing. Okay, so you... let you know that, too. They're just, like, don't use Wikipedia as a source. Go to actual articles cited on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, colleges do, right? Like, I don't know if high schools always did, and because, I mean... I don't know. In my experience, that wasn't always the case, but, I mean, I think in college, they're more, like, no, use... You have to (laughs) cite accurate sources, but if you don't have those tools from middle school and high school, you're when you get to college, you're like, what the heck? Like, I know, like, one of the schools that I was at out here, like, they didn't write a research paper, like, a term paper until their senior year in high school. And I'm just thinking, like, how many papers I had to bang out in college um, Mm -hmm. that it was just, like, what, you know, or, like, in plagiarizing, I guess, you know, like, fine, okay, you can find an article, but then, like, can you use your own words to re-explain it kind of thing? Um, because yeah, it was so easy to Google what everything. We were taught, or at least me, I don't know about Sharon, um, is we were supposed to like list our sources and basically go over the information and kind of like articulate it in a different way in our own words. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so, so you just did copy learn the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Um, anybody else have thoughts on um, how their phone or their device affected their education? Like, did you not retain information because you could Google it? <laughs> I actually think I retain information more when I look it up because I go down the rabbit hole and everything okay. and I find like the interesting stuff whereas in school I just sit there and then just like I remember it in a moment but once I leave the class I forget it okay so you like yeah so I guess that's your learning style though then if you're interested you're going to dig into it okay Destiny any thoughts on that? I kind of agree with Sharon on that. I didn't think, like, now that she brought that up, I kind of feel the same way. Um, just like, yeah, in school. Or, I mean, I would learn things in school. Like, I, I was taught in high school about the whole um, making sure you're looking at a, a website that's, like, trustworthy or, like, the ending has to be .gov or, like, .edu or, like, something, something. So when I look things up, like, I'll actually go through different websites and then um fact check it before I you know mm. tell somebody else or just like learn it for myself um okay. but something else that I or not learned but like how Amanda was talking about like <laughs> with the older people they'll ask for like literally the simplest thing that takes like no knowledge and they think you're such a genius because you like fixed the TV remote and they just had to press the button, but obviously <laughs> they know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then they expect you to fix all their other techno- technology problems. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know about you guys, but that happens. Oh my god, like, that just happened to me so many times. Like, my mom or my dad or my grandparents, they had trouble with like TV or the computer, and it was just like a simple easy thing and I fixed it and because I fixed certain things that were super easy to fix they just automatically think that I'm a tech genius and that anything that goes wrong I can fix like I remember I fixed my dad's computer because he had it it was he had it on like it was locked and I just hit control alt delete and fixed it and then it had a virus about like a couple months later and he's like oh you can fix it and I'm like no I can't you need to take it somewhere no, but yeah, I think they just automatically assume we're tech geniuses just because we fit simple things, but it's like, you know, this is simple. This is not hard. Yeah, I'm guilty. Like, I don't think you guys are tech geniuses, but I will make the assumption that everybody in your generation just likes technology and loves YouTubing things. So like, if I'm having a problem with something, like I'll go to my niece and cause she's like 21, you know, and be like, Oh, you know, can you fix this? And she just Googles it, <laughs> you know, does like a YouTube thing, but it's really cause I don't want to do it. Like I don't want to look on YouTube and I don't want to watch a video. Um, so I do make, so I don't think you guys are like geniuses, but I just assume you guys all like technology and using it and learning from it because you grew up with it. Does that make sense? For that one, I have my little brother that I do that too. <laughs> so I'm like one of those old people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it's like I don't, I don't want to learn, or like even like I don't want to learn how to use TikTok. You know, like I want just somebody to show, like walk me through it. I don't want to watch video, which I do find that your generation is more willing to learn. Or do you guys agree? Um, are willing to like self-teach and using. Um, 
like YouTube as a resource. Do you guys find that yeah. true? Yeah. 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 I don't want any parts of that. I want a real life teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Not no YouTube video. I feel like such a boomer when I get on TikTok because I like <laughs> making videos. But at the same time, it's kind of hard. And I feel like all the really good ones are like edited so smoothly. And it's so nice. And I have no idea how to edit. So I'm just like winging it, trying to figure out as I go. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you have the willingness to persevere. That's probably yeah. a big difference, like, between me, like, my generation and your generation. Is I'll be like, I'm not even trying to learn. I have enough. I have enough social media. <laughs> I don't need another one. You know, that kind of thing. I thought it was just me being stubborn that it's like, damn it, I'm going to figure out how to do this. Uh, it kills me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of like Michelle. I don't really have that much social media other than Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. I've tried, um, like I said, I, it wasn't on MySpace. I don't have an Instagram. And I've tried, what was that? When you had like the short little clips that you would share and they would disappear after 24 hours. Oh, the Snapchat? Oh, Snapchat. Yes. I tried that, deleted it after a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not really a Gen Z in that way. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so anything else? What do we want to... Uh... What do we want our audience to know from from this conversation here? That you guys are more than just a, a technological device? <laughs> yeah, but like just because we grew up with it being very prominent in our lives does not mean that we're deaf. That yeah, I can't talk. Does not mean that we're necessarily like an expert. Like yeah. we're just figuring it out along as we go, just like anybody else. We've just I think we just have like like you said the willingness to sit there and be patient and try to figure it out whereas everybody else i feel like they just kind of like give up and they're just like eh, we're very stubborn and we persevere and yeah. we're gonna figure it out because it's been in our lives like yeah. forever yeah and i think so, like yeah. to um to your point too of like not being an expert that like you're going to gravitate towards the things that you like, you like anybody. So not just a general, like even Sharon was like, I'm not, I don't really get into all the social media kind of scenes. Um, so like, I think that's like, like what are, how you're using it is going to be different. And like, so yeah, as an older generation, I want to lump you guys and be like, Oh, you always have your phones and it's technology to, but it's like, you could just be watching Netflix all day long. <laughs> you know, that doesn't yeah. mean you're a technology expert or love technology. It's just convenient that you have Netflix on your phone. Um, yeah. So. Like, I think the reason why we're so invested in it, our generation, is because it's fun. Like, there's a bunch of things to do. You can, like, watch videos. You can read. You can talk to your friends. You can do whatever. Yeah. So you think all that's more fun than, like participating actively in real life like going to your friend's house and being in person well here's the deal i mean it's fun but i think even more so than being fun it's just convenient because you don't have to like take the time you can just like quickly text them and be like hey you know what i mean i think being in person is more fun but this is pretty neat too that you get to like watch tv and do stuff uh, on your phone. so you like the and multitasking aspect 
Yeah, and I think it's been even more prominent since the pandemic, which is we can't really be face-to-face right now, so this is pretty much our only way of communicating. Mm. What about old-fashioned pick up the phone and dial? <laughs> well, do you know what that is? I'm a rare breed because <laughs> I like FaceTiming and phone calls. <laughs> but I always don't have the time, so like I just text. But I know a lot of Gen Z; they hate phone calls. Yeah, they would rather die than talk to someone on the phone. Yeah, there's a lot. My sister, well, my sister's a millennial, and she doesn't really like identifying as a millennial. But she, if I call, like she texts me, and I call her, and she's like, "Why are you calling me?" Like she won't answer. She'll text me, and it's like I don't want to text about this. Pick up the stinking phone. Literally, like one of my coworkers. She's only like a year younger than me. Like, we had to call upstairs to make sure a certain <laughs> floor could have visitors at the hospital. And she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, you just call them and see if that room can have visitors. And she's like, but I don't want to call them. And I'm like, honey, I call them every day to make sure. Just do it. It's not oh that my much. God. It's not your life. Just do it. It sucks, but you gotta do it. Yeah. So yeah. Not anymore. The pandemic. <laughs> the thing that I like about it is that I can email people. I can just chat with people. I don't have to have the pressures of talking to them in person. You know. Yeah. See, the pandemic yeah. did the opposite for me. I like cut back on texting, emails, social. Like I'm picking up the phone now because I don't feel like I don't want to text. I don't want to have conversations through text like if you're like hey are we still meeting for call like short and sweet kind of things but don't text me hi how are you i'm not gonna go back and forth with that um but yeah but i mean i think this was the point like to each his own you know and how we want to use technology and how we're we're doing things but maybe you guys did introduce new topics (laughs) you know like um how has technology changed in the pandemic is it better or worse do we appreciate it? Um, is there a lost generation that doesn't know how to use telephones, like your friend Amanda, <laughs> your coworker? Um, and like, it's so weird because I'm so cheesy. Because if I miss someone, like I'm gone or they're gone, I will literally call just to hear their voice. And there was this guy that he ended up moving, and I would call him. He's like, "Why are you calling me?" And I'm like, "You want to fight me? <laughs> <laughs> I missed you, dumbass." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's just something about the hearing a voice or something. <sighs> All right. Um, this was fun. I always like like hearing uh, the perspective of you youngins, you know, from a, an old generation that didn't have the luxuries. You know, we had to walk two miles up a hill in snow to get to school. No, I'm not that generation. But, um... When I was your age, you had to catch chickens in the backyard for <laughs> Exactly. Um, but it's nice to hear that... Um, it's nice to hear what you have to say, because you're right. Like, I'm guilty of of lumping you guys all together, and, um, and it's not really fair. And I think that's, like, part of our Girls Pack messaging of... Um, of being respectful and respect people as individuals and let them be them and not judge them for whatever their values are. So I'm going to stop hating on all you with all your cell phone use. So thanks for the reminder. Good topic, Amanda. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you, ladies. We'll uh, wrap it up and um, we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you.